Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message. Azuma Nelson appeared on the global stage in 1982. Although he lost his first fight, he gained worldwide attention as a future champion. Two years later, he bounced back and next the crown and went on to achieve exploits, reigning as world champion for over a decade. Comfort and I hosted Azuma in April of 2011 on Springboard, your virtual university, and discussed his rise to the global stage, the lessons of his life, the challenges he overcame to get to the top, and how he remained at the top for so long. Enjoy this very revealing expose. For over three decades, these pioneers have blazed the trail and laid strong foundations in various fields in this country. Their efforts and activities have opened up the space and created opportunities for many to achieve great things in education, music, literature, sports, science, and business. As a nation, we owe these giants a debt of gratitude. We don't need to wait until they are gone before we write flowery tributes and as a friend of mine will say pleasant platitudes about their impact on our lives that is why we at legacy and legacy enjoy 99.7 fm in partnership with all our partners and friends have come up with this series called the legends of our time so make it a day to us every sunday throughout the months of april and may as we celebrate these pioneers from various fields my guest for tonight appeared on the global stage appeared on the global stage in 1982 in a brutal fight with Salvador Sanchez, the fight that he lost narrowly. And even though he lost that fight, he came to the attention of the world as a future champion. Two years after, he was back on the global stage. This time, he made sure the title came to Bukum. He's none other than the man former WBC featherweight champion, former WBC super featherweight champion, and who, the man who reigned for a decade as the world champion. He's known severally as a terrible warrior, Berima, Professor, Zoom Zoom, or simply as Champ. Whatever your name that you know him by, he is your champion tonight. Good evening, Azuma Nelson. Welcome to Springboard. Good evening. Thank you very much. How are you feeling today? Oh, I'm Feeling like a champion. <laughs> <laughs> Is it once a champion, always, always a champion. champion? That's right. Well, it's 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 your day today. We want to walk back twenty-seven years and more, probably before even before you became a world champion. Walk mm. us through that journey for the benefit of up-and-coming boxers, up-and-coming sports people, for the benefit of young people, business people, so that we can learn from the lessons of your life and believe that if you did it we can also do it and tonight if you if you were a big azuma fan what were the big moments for you was it his entry into the ring was it the songs that he sang was it the national anthem if you sat up all night to watch azuma on any of those fight nights send us text on 1422 on your mtn and other networks you can also visit our facebook page right away and join the discussion to share your thoughts and help celebrate our legend the address facebook.com and the address is legacy and legacy along the line i'll open the phone lines for you to pay your respects to this very special african legend 
don't go away from your f- radio today because in our Achievers Celebrating Legends segment tonight, we have a very distinguished person joining us to celebrate our guest. This is Azuma Nelson. Azuma, let's walk back to your childhood. Tell me, did you know that you would become a boxer? Um, uh, I don't, I, I don't know I'll be a, a boxer, but, uh, you know, my father wanted to be a boxer. He was training and, uh, he wanted to be a boxer, but, uh, he said uh, his grandfather didn't allow him to become a boxer. So sometimes he dodged and then he go and train or fight, you know, and then he come back and he liked boxing. So he goes to boxing shows. And sometimes it takes me. And one day he took me to a boxing show and two small boys fighting. And the bigger one be the small one. And when I saw the sweat, I thought the small one was crying. And I was annoyed, telling my father, listen, I want to fight the, 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 big, boy. the big boy. You know, and it's okay. I said, no, no, daddy, take me there right now. Take me to the ring. I want to fight him. And it's okay. But before, before I realized we were, we, we, we were back home, you know, so since then, I always put in pressure on him, say, take me to some place. I want to box. Wow. So a, a simple event like seeing somebody beating motivated you to say, I, I want to put this right. Yes, because, you know, from my infancy, I don't want to see anybody she cheating cheated. anybody. Okay. You know, you can cheat me, but if you can cheat me and go free. But if I see you cheating somebody, you know, I'll fight for. So tell me about Bukum at the time. You grew up in Bukum? Um, no, no, not really. I, I go there sometimes weekends and then we go. We, we, my father will come and take me home. And right. So, uh, so where, were you based? where were you based? I uh, based in three places like uh, Tima Market, uh, Manprobi, and uh, sometimes Bukum. Okay, so the Manprobi, Bukum, and Timber Market people who saw Azuma growing up and becoming a world champion, you want to, you want to send in your text messages on 1422 on all networks. Let's celebrate the great man who became the world hero. You, you fought several great fights. But before we get to those those big world title fights, how long did it take you as a boxer before you got the chance at the world title? Um, I think I had the 14 fights in Ghana and Africa here. And um, Salvador Sanchez supposed to fight somebody. I'm not ready to fight that fight. And uh, my coach came and told me, my manager came and told me that hey, we have a fight. Who was the manager at the time? Uh, John Kema, Setasa, uh, Dr. Kokwatekwe. Okay. Uh, and they came to tell you you got a fight? Yes. Uh, so how, did, how did he feel? He have a worked out to fight. And because the one uh, Salvador Sanchez supposed to fight, pull out from the fight and, and they need somebody and then uh, Don King called one making down from London said listen um, we are looking for opponent for Salvador Sanchez uh, and then uh, he said okay I can get somebody 
How long did they give you? How much notice did they give you before the fight? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yes, two weeks for the fight. And my my manager said, "Listen, we have a we have a title fight coming. Can you fight?" And I said, "Yes." And I said, "When?" He said, two weeks." I said, "Okay, yes. Okay, let's go." You lost that fight. Yes, I lost that fight, but uh, uh, the the champion never regret. <laughs> but that was a turning point in your career because when you lost that fight, the world you came to the attention of the world. Yes, when I lost that fight, uh, uh, two weeks to the fight, two weeks after the fight, uh, I think uh, Salvador Sanchez got accident, he died, and then I have to fight for the uh, challenge for the number one or something, and uh, nobody wanted to fight me then because they saw the first fight. You know, nobody knew, nobody knew me. You know, from nowhere, and I came and you know surprised everybody. You know, and because before the fight, uh, Don King went and told uh, uh, Sanchez that listen, we are bringing somebody from Africa. You know, and then uh, we don't want you to stop him first round. We want you to take him like three rounds and knock him out. You know, I said okay. So when uh, when when I came to America for the fight for the fight, I was training and somebody. Went and told Duncan, listen, the boy is very strong. And Duncan was scared. So he sent uh, the, the champion uh, sparring partner to come and spy me and see how strong I am. And then the, 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 the boxer came and uh, well, after the sparring, he went and told Donkey that, listen, the boy is very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if they had a chance, they would pull out for yes, the fight. Yes, and then Donkey called Mickey Dove, the one who brought me. They like, listen, why do you brought somebody like this? Yeah. And, and then uh, Mickey Dove said, no problem, I know what I'll do. Yeah. So uh, a day for the fight, I lost my mouthpiece. Yeah. Yes, I lost my mouthpiece. I couldn't find my mouthpiece uh, the way he, the guy couldn't make the weight he made overweight you know but you know as a black man you know, you, have, a chance. you know you have to you have to do what you can do wow yeah. so you, did you fight without the mouthpiece I, I went to the uh, store and I bought an, um, uh, some amateur one I put it in the hot water and I put it in my mouth and it became too big so wow. I have to take a blade because there's no time you know I have to take a blade and cut it. And when I cut it, you see the mouth became scissored, you know, and I put it in my mouth. And I was on the sixth round. I, I, he got me with some left hook. So my mouth, I got cut, you know, and the blood started coming from the sixth round and I still keep fighting. And because I'm not ready for the fight, I was tired too, you know, and, but I, and I have to knock him out before I win. So I put more force and I got too tired. And I couldn't, the 15 rounds, I was, I went down again and the referee stopped the fight. I wake up and the referee stopped the fight. That was a 15 round fight. 15 round fight. Did they stop those 15 round fights? Yes, it is like uh, 12 rounds. So two years after you got your chance against Wilfredo Gomez, I watched that fight. It was, it was, it was such a joy. Mm. Tell, tell us about that one. You know, um, I, we went to um, we went to a press conference with uh, the, with the with the I think the number the champion um, Gomez became a champion. Yes. Yes. So um, we went 
for a press conference for the fight. And he said he knows that uh, I'm hungry, you know, but after the fight, I'll be more hungry. Wow. You know, and I went to the Minister for Sports, Mr. Lawyer Maka Matefiu, is the Minister for Sports then. And he called me and said, Champ, do you hear what he said? I said, yes, I heard it, and he'll pay for it. <laughs> you know, so, so, so we went for the fight. They are scared, so they don't want us to fight anywhere un unless they are hometown. So right. they know when after the fight they will win, definitely, if I don't knock him out. And I went there with my referee and my judges, you know, and as he knows that I'm hungry because he's been there before. Before he became champion, he knows how hungry he, he was. So uh, I went there and show him that yes I'm truly I'm hungry because I need a title and I knock him out and I took the title. There are many people listening to us tonight. Some of them are young boxers, some of them are young people seeking to achieve great things. We're talking more about your reign as world champion, but I'm looking for what kept driving you, even though you lost that big fight, the first big fight, your mouth was bloodied, you fell in the fifteenth round. What kept you going? What are the things that somebody who wants to succeed must have to keep them going? Well, there's a lot of things you have to have. Uh, first of all, you need God in your side. Yeah. You know, and then uh, you need to focus, you need to train hard, you need to be humble. God, focus, training, and humility. If you didn't hear anything tonight, these are the words of the terrible terror or the terrible warrior, the Professor Zoom Zoom Azuma Nelson. And this is Legends of Our Time on Springboard, your virtual university. And my guest for tonight is the former world champion, super featherweight and featherweight for a decade, reigned in, um, as a champion in boxing and went into the Boxing Hall of Fame. A man celebrated across the continent and across the world. And tonight we are finding out from him how he broke the grounds for other boxers to go on to become world champions in various divisions. Champ, so after you became champion, let me find out which one was more difficult, winning the championship belt or defending it for that long? Um, I think um, defending, I think defending, I thought about it, I think defending was the most difficult. Why? Because, you know, Anybody can be a champion. Uh, if when I first saw the Sanchez and uh, I wasn't ready, but if I hit him with some good blow, uh, uh, good blow, like I say, and he went down, and if he goes down and he can't wake up again, I'll be a champion. You know? But how to defend it, mm. you know, to keep the title and keep going, that is the most important. So defending is more difficult than becoming a champion. Mm. Wow. Which one was your most difficult fight? Asabacha uh, Martinez. You know, that guy is a good boxer and he can, he can punch. Uh, sometimes he can hit when he punch, when he throw punch, I block it with my hand and I felt like something, I feel like it hit me with iron. You know? And yes, and I, I asked myself, in the ring, I asked myself, if this punch hit my jaw, you know, I mean, that's the end of the fight, you know. So I, I was very, very careful, and thinking 
you know, concentrating, concentrating so highly is is, is it, it makes you tired, you know. And the guy no boxing, so if I'm going to hit him, I have to to throw my hands. I have to be careful, you know, to not to make a mistake. You know? And 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 I uh, I fought him twice, and I'm telling you, the guy is is is, is good boxer. What were the results against? Uh, um, yeah, I, I, the, we fought. The first fight was um, I, I won the first fight. I think on on, on split decision. I think and then the got a rematch. The, the, got a rematch. Uh, it's a Mexican, and the Mexicans are very tough. You know, and I got a rematch. When I got a rematch, uh, uh, the fight was so tough. Uh, I went to the fight. I went to the ring. To, to knock him out because this time these people are so 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 annoyed that he he beat me the first the first fight and I, they didn't they didn't give him the fight so uh, this time I think if if the fight went to the distance I know they will give it to him and I knock him out in the 12 rounds wow. and I set him up in the in the 11 round and I came and knocked him out in the 12 rounds. Were you able to predict before the fight which round it will end in? Yes, sometimes I do. What, what makes you so confident about that? That's why everybody in anything, everything that you do, you need God. So did you sometimes dream about the round in which the fight will end or you felt it in your spirit? No, God, God tells, tells me. That this and this. Now sometimes even if I'm going to fight, I was about to. I was going to fight somebody, and um, I fought that guy once. That guy fought somebody and he killed the person. And then I'm going to fight the guy. I've I fought the guy twice, and the first fight was 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 pre-decision. And the first fight, in between the fight, like eight rounds, I got cut. On my, the back of my head and the, I don't know why it should happen like that you know and I went through pain through wonderful miracle things you know and tells you that boxing there's a lot of things inside wow. if you don't have God it will be difficult you know so uh, when the rematch is coming when when the rematch was coming I I told I was sleeping. I was sleeping, and mm, I heard the voice say that I should go and watch uh, boxing. Uh, I should go and I should go and take the tape and put in the in the, in the video. video to watch. And when I went, I took the first one on and I put it in. I was watching it and I saw some punch. The opponent threw some punch, and I heard that okay. This is the punch you will knock him out with. So wow. you go and train for that, and uh, and the fifth round you knock him out, and, and, then, and then I went and it happened. So, you know, God is always right. So it happened in the fifth round and with the same kind of punch. Yeah. As in, I need some business decisions. I'll, I'll be talking to you after the program to <laughs> to show me how to to find the killer punch. Just, um, Michael from Ashalibuji says the prof is the greatest sportsman Africa has ever seen um Ike Berima says champs 
never regret you are my man i think that the statement you made that champs never regret even when you lose he says that you are my man right if you want to send a text message the text line once again is 1422 on your mtn and across networks and it will come right into the studio you can also send it direct to 024 this is legends of our time and my guest for tonight is none other than the professor azuma nelson let me find out from you if you did not become a boxer which other profession would you have gone into, or which other sports would you have played? Um, I, it would be difficult for me. I don't even know what I'll do because, uh, you know, by, the, no, by this time maybe I'll be at the Mokola pushing truck. Did you did you ever do it? <laughs> no, no, but but um, you know. I I believe that God gave everybody talent. And God loved me so much that uh, he, he let me see my talent. The talent, early. yeah. Right. So you, you, you believe in the theory that says that if you are ever going to become successful and, or rich or famous or accomplished in life, it's going to be in the area of your talent. Yeah. Wonderful. Right. Let's, at your age, are you sometimes tempted to go back into the ring you have some of your colleagues at your uh, who are the same age as you going back into the ring does it tempt you sometimes no no you know this this word the bible says that there's time for there's time for everything and i, I believe you know this is my this is the end of my boxing career and um this is the first phase of Azuma Nelson, and then uh, God is taking me into the second phase of Azuma Nelson. I have a very special friend of yours, somebody that you have known for several years, somebody who has been involved in promoting you at a point, and somebody who has known you for several years. Can you guess who the person is? The person is right here in the studio. Um, it will be difficult. It will be difficult. All right. Yeah, I'll get me the person and then let's see if you can guess. Did you guess who the man was? <laughs> oh, he is not my friend. He is my little boy. No, he's my little boy. All right, you can see the, the discussions going on here and some and, and some sparring taking place right here on get radio. The, get, get out there. You, know, you want to fight him in the studio? Oh, yeah. All right, you've been joined by Nana Fates. Nana Fates is a, is, is a sports enthusiast. He's, he's involved in soccer. He's been involved with Azuma for several years. And Nana... It's great to have you in the studio. Thank you very much. Thanks for agreeing to come on such short notice. Oh, anything I have to do to uh, involve with Azuma through in the sunshine, I will definitely be. Yeah. Tell, us about, tell us about your involvement and your experience with Azuma. Oh, experience, we need another uh, two weeks. Tell us about the bad ones. <laughs> the bad ones. <laughs> Uh, the band wants we need about three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Azuma. If I want to talk about Azuma, where do I start? Number one, I don't think I have in my life I have met any athlete that I can match him to him. I have. Uh, I've worked with a lot of athletes, a whole lot of athletes. But uh, he's, a little di he's a little different, you know. Different in the sense that uh, during his peak, 
one would have said that if I t if you tell Azuma to jump, that time he was a champion, and he was Azuma. He was he was a big guy, you know. And then uh, you manage him and tell him Azuma jump. He will ask you how high, you know. He's not the type that will tell you, you know, uh, I won't do it because I'm Azuma. Oh, no, no, I'm tired. No, discipline. And respect that one there i should i should give it to you would you say these are the two things that the up-and-coming boxer will need to be able to reach the heights that azuma reached up-and-coming up athlete, athlete not a boxer okay you know because I, uh, you see uh it's it's a it's a game that if you don't have respect you need the respect and you need the delegation and then you need uh Want want to do it? Desire to do it. Desire to and do you it. were his manager at the time. Yeah, at that time, yes. Wonderful. Yeah. You're also the same person who managed Cornerstone. Yeah, I'm the same person who managed Cornerstone. Okay, so in case you wonder, you're wondering who this Nana Fitz is. This is the Nana Fitz. The one and only Nana Fitz who managed see. Cornerstone, managed Azuma. Yes. And then I know that you also um, bore the cost of some of the the fight. Um, um, uh, you, I know you, you, you you're mindful that Azuma bore some of the 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 the, the cost of the fights. For us to watch them on, on telly. Those days, he didn't have super sports. I thought, uh, no, I thought, I thought that yeah. time, I thought that time he was, I thought that time he was crazy, you know, because here we are, a country like Ghana, and you have somebody like this. Why, this why I started saying that uh, I've never seen any athlete like him. Sometimes I look at him and I said, Asuma, are you all right? You know, don't you think you are getting cuckoo here? You know, because here we are, a country like Ghana. And we have the Minister of Sports. We have uh, the people, the sports enthusiasm, all this. Thing. And any time he's fighting, the whole nation will sit up and wait. Yeah. And then the guy will say, okay, I'm making money. And I want my people to watch me and see how good I am. So I will spend the money that I'm making to make it possible for Ghanaians to watch. Now, what else do you want? I, I remember a fight I was watching when we were in Takradi and Azuma lost and a, a woman next door was crying. Yes. <laughs> a, a woman, huh? Yes. A woman will cry. Oh, yeah. That one there, woman will cry. That one there, he knows woman will cry. Men won't cry. Woman there As, will Azuma, cry. Azuma, is it true that when he, when he lost the fight, the men didn't cry? The men didn't cry, but women, they don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Azuma, what, what have you changed since you left your boxing career? Have you changed? In in what way? The psychological makeup, your thinking, the things that drive you. Have you changed? No, I have only two two purpose in this world that I'm here to do: boxing and the, to help people. How do you hope to help people? That is why I I opened the foundation called Azuma Nasi Foundation. You know, and. Uh, People, people like Nanai saying people would think I'm crazy, but I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't think I'm crazy because I know, you know, what to do to go to be happy, you know. And they say, giving there's blessing in giving than receiving, you know. And I've passed through difficult times, and sometimes you know you can sleep without food, and. I know when somebody said, when someone says he's hungry, I know what he means. If today my, my child said 
he's hungry. He's hungry because he don't want to eat, you know. But in my time when I was saying I'm hungry, I'm hungry because there's no, there's no food. There's no food. Talking about your children, is any of your children planning to go into boxing? No way. I told you, no way. No way. My 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 boy is is um, is going to be a world champion. He's a he's a 15 now. He turned 15 uh, a week ago. You know his name is Davin Glory Aruna Nelson. Wow. Uh, yes, and um, if you see the boy, he look like a he look like a girl. You know, okay. and he don't want trouble. He, he's like me. You know, and he's very, very strong. Very strong. You know, I took him to Australia for the for fight. You know, and uh, he makes me happy. Wow. You know, and I know he's going to be a world champion. In boxing? In boxing. Talking about Australia, um, one of the fights that the Ghanaians remember most, um, it may not have been your greatest or your most difficult, but the ones that Ghanaians remember most was the return fight against Jeff Fennec after the first fight was um, controversially drawn in their opinion they felt they had won and the rematch was supposed to be in his hometown in Australia tell us how you felt going into that fight no um, before he comes in let me tell you what happened yeah. you know when um, when I fought him in the first fight I, I I was I was sick you know I was down with malaria uh, I told them I'm not feeling well, you know, but the fight was too close to to postpone the fight. So I I managed to fight that fight and uh, I finished the fight and then later on he said no he, he has been robbed and all kind of that and I said no problem. Listen, I'll give you every match if you want. And say okay, okay, yes, he won the rematch. I said, okay, where do you want the rematch? I can, I can, I can come to your hometown and give you the were, rematch. Were you joking or you meant it? No, 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 I meant it. I told him your 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 father can be the referee and your 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 mother can be the judge <laughs> and your children can be the supporters. I still knock you out, you know. And I went to Australia. Uh, I said, okay, let, 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 me, let, let me take the fight. He said, okay, he won the fight to take place in Australia. I said, no problem, you got it, it's a deal. Uh, and I went there and I knocked him out you know, in front of his, his people. Uh, and after the fight, he saluted me and he said, yes, we are the greatest. <laughs> where did the title, father and, where did the father and son um, title? That's when the father and son, he realized that yes, I'm the father. And he's the son. <laughs> okay, if you're listening tonight, you know where the father and son came from. <laughs> right. Um, somebody says, I learned Azuma runs from Accra to Kaswa. Ask him if it is true. Do you jog from Accra to Kaswa? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, you can't run from a, uh, it's not about marathon, you know, it's not, it's, you know, boxers cannot, don't run too much. You know, we run like four miles, six miles, you know, uh, seven miles, that is a boxer supposed to. Right. Mawenam says, hi, Albert. One thing I'm so impressed with the prof is his humility and great effort to learn and speak very well compared to his earlier days. I, I, I noticed that you've greatly improved in your communication was it a deliberate effort working at it you know with the uh, uh, bukum people we don't 
most of us, you know, we don't speak English, you know, because we oh, we don't eat rice, we eat kinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> so the kinky doesn't go with very good English. Are you deliberately? But this time I start eating rice, so. <laughs> Alright, if you're next to me, I'm laughing. It's because you're having so much fun right here in the studio. I'm here in the studio with Comfort, Ignatius, Azuma Nelson, Nana Fritz, and of course, Yao Sechi working behind the scenes to make sure everything, Yao Sechi of Right Multimedia, put, pulling all the strings and making sure everything is, is, is going on well. Ernest Cranting, all the sports guys working out there, Reverend Usan. So I have a full production studio, everyone making sure that Champ is comfortable, and this is Springboard, your virtual university. I have associate professors, deans, and everybody at post because today champ is in the studio champ looking back is there anything that you regret no not at all not at all you know if i'm if if, if i have a chance to become a small boy again i'll still be a boxer be a boxer wow so what are the new up-and-coming boxers doing right and what are they doing wrong advice free advice from consultancy from azuma nelson how to become a world champion i last heard um king kong speaking very highly of you he says you were very helpful to him um in his career you want to say something about that people that you have helped and what people should do to become great boxers well king kong is uh is a gifted boxer so um I, I when I saw him, I know he's going to be a, a world champion. You know, but I mean, he need little push, and uh, he, he did what he's supposed to do. To do. Yes, when you look at him, you feel very proud. Of course. He called from the U.S. today. You know, he's fighting for the world. Um, he's fighting again next yeah. week. But he called from the U.S. To, to wish you his very best. He says I should personally tell you that he's supporting you and he's very much behind you. And he's very proud of you too. Mm. Right. Mom, we are praying for him. Yes, we all are. Mm. Um, but before I come back to you, Nana Fritz, I have a few text messages for you, Azuma. Um, Nat from Tema says, Champ, you are an inspiration to everyone. Masalino from Teshi says, I remember those days when my grandfather will come and shout, Azuma, Male. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben from Matayko says, You are a genius. Um, um, somebody says, indeed, uh, Prof is a real champion. I admire him a lot just for his love for God. Please ask him um, why he came to ARS. Um, Margaret from Tema says, in fact, Azuma never fails. You are my mentor. Um, ben from Roman Rich says, may God bless you and continue to do your best for your profession in Ghana. Um, somebody else says, Azuma is the greatest sports personality Ghana has ever seen. I remember when we used to stay awake to watch him make us proud. Ask him why he laughs sometimes in the ring. He used to laugh sometimes in the ring. Do you think it was funny? Boxing is a tough... Why, why were you laughing in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you have God, you know, nothing is difficult for you. Thank you. All right. Hezekiah says, the prophet is a legend. Like Bob Marley, the champion, the champion will live on long after he goes to heaven. Long live the terrible warrior. Do you still keep a very disciplined life? Discipline is very important. You know, uh, I remember yesterday we went to... Um, One of our slight uh, a large slide yes. uh, hotel, yeah, with uh, he had some small party there. I went there with me, my wife, and my friends. And, and then when we come in, there's some guy is driving, you know, so 
he came and stopped on the on the way. And the way is it's my way, you know. And he is supposed to wait, and he came close, and then he said, "No, he's he's not allowing me to 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 pass." And there's traffic behind mm-hmm. me, and traffic behind him, you know. And um, my one of my friends got down and went and started talking to him, and he he don't even listen, you know. And I. Got down and I went there and I said, but when I went, when I saw, I realized that he he drank too much, you know. And I said, I came back and then I I came back for him and he came and passed, and and, you know. But if not, if not because of discipline, you know, that uh, anything I do, ask God. God, if I if I supposed to slap him, I'll slap him. God, I feel when I feel like slapping, I'll slap him. You know, because he's doing the wrong thing. You know, but you know nobody understands. You know, so I said, okay, yes, I go. I went back and said, okay, come and pass. And then he he came and passed, and then we we we, we went. Right. Um, I have a, a bouquet of flowers for you, Azuma, from Thrills and Flowers. Um, our, our friend Ifwa Dimadoshi, she has a bouquet of flowers that we're going to present to you just to celebrate you for what you have done for our country and what you have done for our continent. We want you to know that Ghana loves you, Africa appreciates you, and the things that you have done, they will be written in books, they will be sung in songs, and long after you have gone, the legend that is Azuma Nelson will always be celebrated. Thank you for coming to the studio tonight. Thank you very much, and God bless all of you. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Wonderful. Right, and it's your closing yeah. thoughts. Uh, what, what all I can say right now is, uh, this man here is not only a boxer. You know, we had a company called Fism. And sometimes you get to the office in the morning before even he started this uh, foundation. You get to the office in the morning and you see no less than 30, 40 people. Some carry their babies and all these things. And this man, if he's around, he's a type that will go to the cashier, take the money, and start giving out. You know, before even started the uh, foundation. So, Azuma, for anybody to be like Azuma, truthfully from my heart I say it before and I always say it that you have to have discipline and then the respect that this man has with the exception of me I'm older than him but he doesn't have that kind of respect for me <laughs> because you two are very special friends As you know, this, is, this is a copy of our book The Turning Point this, this book is, is dedicated in Tonight, to that fight that you lost against Salvador Sanchez. Thank I you. also have um, the MP3 collection from the Springboard Roadshow. I believe that the thoughts that you have, you should be on the roadshow speaking across the continent to the young people of Africa. So this is the collection of the entire roadshow for you to listen to what other speakers shared. And I'm sure the next time, don't be surprised to see Azuma as a speaker on the Springboard Roadshow. And then finally, a couple of our books on Thank personal you. branding just for you. You have been just a great guest to have tonight and we've enjoyed you so much. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone. An inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com 
or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four nine 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 zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to Amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh